How do we start this, David? I don't know, man. God, what a weekend. I, I think there is... There, I'm okay. Uh, how about you? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Okay, so I, I, we were going to enter this conversation, and the biggest question that I have is that we're about to talk about a bunch of Twitter stuff that happened on Twitter this weekend <laughs> with Twitter people, and that I have no idea how what percentage of our YouTube and RSS FOD podcast listeners are like, oh, yes, I totally know what was going on and I'm interested in this versus I'm not on Twitter. And even if I was, I didn't see what you're talking about. And so I don't know what the drama is you're talking about. I have no idea what percentage of our like podcast listeners are on Twitter and inside of that same arena exposed to the same things that you and I are exposed okay. to. But a bunch of people probably have no idea what you're talking about. Probably you're just not. talking about Twitter. Okay, so the first topic is uh, David and I accidentally became main characters this weekend yeah. on Twitter. There was massive backlash oh my against God. It dominated all of crypto Twitter. Yes, there were stories about it. It was uh, intense and we were in the middle of it. So we're going to talk about what happened. We're going to talk about did we deserve it? We're going <laughs> to talk about like, what do we do? And then I think there's one common theme of this episode, uh, David, which is the next topic. Why are we here? Yeah. I feel like I had a, another glimpse of that existential crypto crisis of like, what am I even doing here? What are we and doing? Like, what what yeah. are the rest of us doing here? Yeah. And also, where are the apps? <laughs> that, that's what, I mean, all, it's all under that theme. So, uh, Bankless yeah. listener, I, I hope you, you will uh, give us some grace if we are a little self-indulgent uh, today, maybe a little more um, nihilistic than usual. I hope I hope not, maybe. but I'm a little feeling a little down in the dumps as we go into this uh, episode, David. I don't know about you. Yeah, uh, existential is a word that comes to mind, certainly. Existential? Was this yeah. an existential crisis? All right, we're going to get into <laughs> all of it, but before we do, our friends and sponsors over at Near have a message for bankless listeners. What is that, David? Near data availability is a thing for Ethereum rollups at a fraction of the cost that it costs for data uh, for rollups to purchase Ethereum's data availability. You can purchase some data from Near instead at one eight thousandth of the cost, I think, 8,000 times cheaper. I don't know if those math that math works out. But Nier is not only just a layer one for Nier as it has always been, but is now also a data availability for Ethereum rollups as well. Working with Polygon to help onboard many new chains and many more developers into the world of Ethereum-based rollups and Nier-based data availability. There is a link in the show notes to get started with Nier. David, did Nier pay you say that? You dir you're dirty Nier, Nier paid the company that I am a owner of to pay. They paid me to say that. Wow. Apparently makes me a grifter for <laughs> like a decent chunk of crypto Twitter's beliefs. I am uh, I am uh, in disbelief at that, David, that, that you would <laughs> dare you paid? have a sponsor on, on this show. Um, well, let's talk about the first, and this is where we get a little self-indulgent. So... Uh, I don't know how your Thanksgiving was, David, but mine was just fantastic. Yeah. And then Black Friday came out, and it was very black. It was okay, very so uh, dark for me. My Thanksgiving was Friday because we oh. did it a day late <laughs> because half the family was out watching football. You Thursday. were dealing with this drama. So it, on it was on Thanksgiving for Dude, me. Dude, I'm sorry, man. See, I, mean, I, was, I was able to put my phone down. I was like, okay, there's a mess going on over there, yeah. but I'm the, my, this turkey is delicious. Well, you were putting your phone down. I was fighting on Twitter, yeah, you, okay? yeah, you were arguing with people. Um, yeah. Let's talk about what happened. So mm -hmm. this was one of the first tweets I saw. Another day, another attempt to drain Arbitrum Dow Treasury. And here's a picture of me. You. It looks like yes, a play of reverse Uno card. Um, and what am I doing? This is a picture of me attempting, it looks like, to drain 
the Arbitrum Treasury for $1.8 million. Hey, what? Nier paid the- me a modest amount. You're trying to drain <laughs> the Arbitrum Dow for $2 million. What are you doing, bro? Okay, so there is this proposal uh, proposed by the Bankless Dow um, for a global education onboarding campaign. Here's the link to the proposal. It's a, few, a full abstract. It's basically a uh, marketing education proposal put together by the Bankless Dow. Could you give some context mm-hmm. in like what we're talking about, what this proposal is, what this particular um, Twitter account is complaining about, why they're they are charging you and I with trying to drain the Arbitrum Treasury, David? Sure. So the Bankless DAO is a collection of sub DAOs, each kind of specializing in different arenas, if you will. So there's translations, and then every single like translation also like there's people that will translate stuff into Spanish and people that will translate stuff into like German. And so each one of those is its own like organization. And then there's like the marketing department, and then there's like onboarding and educational docs. There's many different departments that come together, and this all of this amalgamated into this package that Bankless DAO proposed to Arbitrum for 1.8 million ARB tokens, $2 million, uh, to do all of these things if the Arbitrum DAO accepts. So Bankless DAO amalgamates all these services. Like, hey, here's what we will do. Here's all of the services. Uh, offer, you know, trade uh, trade offer. You know, we have all this package for you. We will we receive $2 million in ARB, uh, $2 million of ARB tokens. 1.8 million ARB tokens precisely, which is valued at about a, do- a dollar each or so. So like yeah, 1.8 more, to yeah. $2 million. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Another tweet. So bankless literally raiding treasuries and grants, begging for money because they apparently generate no revenue in this space for years doing content education interviews and market recaps, but still somehow poor, launched a token that went to zero. Okay, what's the context of this tweet? How is this related to uh, Bankless and our right. media organization? So this Twitter account is tagging Bankless HQ, which is our mine and Ryan's Bankless LLC. That our Twitter account, and so they say, "Hey, Bankless HQ is literally raiding treasuries and begging for grants." Uh, and they are what they are doing is they are thinking that this Bankless DAO proposal to Arbitrum is us, is Bankless HQ, not Bankless DAO. Uh, and the, so the overlap, like Bankless DAO and all of those services provided are provided by a bunch of workers in the DAO. And then there's Bankless HQ, which is what we are. And we are not asking Arbitrum for the $2 million of tokens. And we would not be receiving the $2 million of tokens. Only the DAO would. And people are confused about the lines that separate HQ and DAO. And as I say these words, I'm like, yeah, okay, I kind of get it. <laughs> you kind of get why they're confused. I kind of get why they're confused, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, so we were on the receiving end of this attack. Like, you should change your name from Bankless to, to Shameless. There is just a lot of um, charges that David and I and Bankless is just right. a company that likes to grift people and rip people off. I've heard many similar stories from you guys, industry insiders who dealt with you. Uh, you have to own up to this and accept or or change your ways. Stop being a grifter, David and Ryan, was, right, was right, the basic right, charge. And then there were just like other straight up mean tweets like this. Yeah. Like this guy goes, Ryan, you're getting old. Your job as a man was to leave behind a legacy, something of value for future generations. The time is ticking, but it's already too late. <laughs> they will remember you for living a half-assed life, grifting to make ends meet, a faceless man, half man, <laughs> half meme. And well, half tweets- man is correct. <laughs> But it's actually half robot. half robot. So tweets like this were absolutely like just pouring in my time, it, timeline. It, it was everywhere. Deafening. It was overwhelming. It was. Yes. The, I didn't know that there were that many people left in crypto. So <laughs> it, it was seemingly all of them. 
And it was very difficult when the, yeah, a lot of these are anonymous accounts or a lot of these are right. accounts I, I don't really know. How some of them aren't before? though, David. And yeah. some of them were jumping on this train and just being right. like, yeah, like what's up? Uh, what, right. what, what's Bankless doing over there? Right. Why does it need this money? And it was so inundated that every time we tried to explain in a thread, you'd just mm -hmm. be drowned out by all yeah, of these haters. So yeah. If you've never experienced like a, a social media mob attack, um, it's very painful. It's very intense. It's like a, a mass, like a crowd, mm -hmm. like throwing it, rocks at you. It's, it's it's like it's like a Twitter DDoS of hate. It's like a, it's a hate hate DDoS, basically. And so. Um, I tried an effort to actually clarify this, and right. this was a little defensive, I would say, but but yeah. I was I was seeking a bit more to clarify. So right. the reality is a few things. Bankless DAO is actually a completely separate entity from mm -hmm. Bankless Media, the right. podcast that you're listening to, the LLC that David and I run. So the DAO is actually a community that neither David nor myself or any in our media company control. Right. Right. And that's actually how DAOs are supposed to work. So. Right. Maybe you could explain the genesis of the DAO itself and yeah. how it's kind of separate. Yeah. So the, the in twenty twenty one, you know, the rise of Bankless from being kind of a niche media organization catering to just like the people that were left in the bear market of twenty nineteen, uh, Bankless kind of rose in popularity as Ethereum did, as the bull market did, as the crypto markets did uh, in twenty twenty one. And by the time mid, the mid of twenty twenty one came around, like crypto was on like a lot of people's radar. That's where we had got like Mark Cuban on and that's where we got just like we popularized Ethereum to YouTube in ways that most people didn't and we're explaining it. So Bankless was having a very great moment of success after grinding it out in the bear market for a while. Simultaneously, while we were having just a lot of new listeners uh, kind of onboarding people onto the mission, this idea of DAOs comes about. And me and Ryan, your, your DMs, my DMs on Twitter are just flooded with support of people saying, hey, I just love what you guys are doing. I love the content that you guys have. How can I help? And it would come, it would be from people from all walks of life. Like I am like literally like, I don't know how to help. I'm a dentist, but I would just love to help out. And I'm like, I, that, I really appreciate the support. I don't know how to have <laughs> a dentist uh, paid like a part of the HQ company. I really appreciate that you want to go like build in the movement, but we'd like, I, I don't, we don't know how to have room for you. Uh, and cause like, especially there were like hundreds, hundreds. Uh, and simultaneously, this DAOs as an ideology, as a movement, as an alternative way of organizing people, that whole thing is, is blossoming throughout 2021. So what do we do? We just smash these particles together. Oh, there's so much support for like the bankless idea, the bankless mission, the bankless ideology, and we don't have enough room at bankless HQ, bankless LLC to fit all of this. Smash those things together. You make a DAO. Bankless DAO was incepted in May 4th, 2021. We mint this token. We find all of the on-chain footprints that we can for Bankless-aligned people, and we just airdrop the token to them and say, boom, we've made Bankless DAO. We had a Discord set up, like go into the Discord. And from then on, it started to auto-organize. And so one of the first proposals uh, we put forward to the DAO, so again, we had no uh, tokens at inception. Mm -hmm. One of the first proposals was a Genesis proposal. So David and I don't write smart contracts. Mm -hmm. uh, we couldn't spin up the website. There's a group of right. people who helped us kind of incept this thing and launch it. And uh, we, we called that kind of the, the Bankless Genesis team. Bankless and so Genesis team, yeah. we submitted a, a, a vote to the DAO with their existing tokens to allocate to the Genesis, Bankless Genesis team and Bankless LLC 25% of the total bank supply. 
And that would give these entities kind of like governance moving forward and some potential uh, level of control. And that now, there were 12 people forward. in the Genesis team, including you, some developers, website developers, designers, et cetera. Yes. And of that Bankless LLC, I think got 15%. Uh, you and I got like three or 4% individually and the rest of the Genesis mm -hmm. um, you right. know, team kind of got the rest. Now, an important element of the story, Bankless has not sold any tokens at nope. all, has not participated in any votes so far. Neither have David nor myself sold any tokens or participated in any voting. Mm. I mean, I think it quickly became apparent that we couldn't coordinate all of the energy that was being outputted by the DAO. And so mm -hmm. we were best in a position to just kind of like lead the movement by way of podcasts, by mm -hmm. our newsletter. Like there was so much activity in there. Every time I would go into the DAO Discord, I would just get overwhelmed by like... I can't organize all of this, right? And that was cool because the DAO was doing is, things yeah. on its own and was operating uh, on its own. So that's, I think, another part that the Twitter uh, mobs were missing, which was that neither myself nor you nor Bankless Media had ever financially benefited from the DAO. We'd never sold a bank token. All the wallets are public. Mm -hmm. We've refrained from governance votes, so we're not actually controlling this thing. So mm -hmm. when we say these entities are are separate, which what I which is what I was replying to. You, uh, many of these skeptics on Twitter, it really was separate. Like right. I had no idea this proposal was going forward. I had no idea that Bankless DAO had no this list of consulting services that yeah. they were providing to various DAOs. And people went back and they said, oh, they've done something similar to Optimism and provided right. services for them. I didn't even know any of that was going on. And I think mm -hmm. crypto Twitter collectively was in disbelief that right. a DAO was actually operating as a DAO or that right. we wouldn't know about it. <laughs> Or that like this thing is called Bankless DAO and you're called Bankless, so you must be one and the same. It was just like not computing <laughs> to right. all of the skeptics. Some of them were trolls, uh, some of them were haters, but I think there were some good faith critics there that were just like, "Come on, guys! Like, well, yeah, this so has like, to be a grift." Yeah, you, you, the idea that like because we would say we're like it's totally we're just totally unaffiliated with the DAO. It's like, well, I mean, when we say that, we're like, yeah, we're we're not in the Discord. We're not doing the labor. Those aren't our services. Those are their services. And so there's a pretty clear line that's drawn. But then also when we say, yeah, we're totally unaffiliated with the DAO, uh, well, no, like we incepted it. We minted the tokens. That's true. That's we, true. We, have, we have the tokens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so like, what, what do you mean you're not affiliated with the DAO? You guys fucking made it. What we just meant we didn't create that proposal <laughs> and didn't know about it. And the financial <laughs> proceeds don't go to us. But right. I think a lot of people in crypto Twitter was, was having none of it. And so some people were like, then why did you even create the DAO in the first place? Right. And that part of it, like, here's why. It's because we wanted to try this DAO experiment. We wanted to experiment right. with Bankless as a headless brand. The mm. idea of Bankless is not that it's just a podcast or a newsletter. The idea of bankless is that it's a movement that it's everyone can go yeah. bankless. And so we wanted to create surface area, crypto native surface area, so that people who are attached to the movement could find a way to like get in a Discord room and actually mm -hmm. collaborate and, and do this. And by the way, by the way, people don't know this, but um, Bankless DAO was doing a lot. Yeah, it, doing, it's like they're doing one of the, so much. It's one of the DAOiest DAOs that exist. They've uh -huh. spun up all sorts of different products. They have uh, different chapters. There's a Bankless Brazil mm -hmm. uh, that we've gotten to know over there. There's a Bankless Japan translating uh, content, creating educational content. There's a Bankless Africa, all sorts of international branches. Like the DAO is doing things. It's not right. doing everything perfectly. Okay. Right. 
But like these are fantastic people. It's not a rug. It's not right. a grift. It's an actual DAO that operates by way of Discord channel to organize their community and by way mm -hmm. of token vote. And it's actually a really cool experiment. Yeah, and I, I think this is where a lot of the misunderstanding comes from. It's like most people, when they think of DAOs, like uh, Maker DAO or the Ave DAO, there's like one centralized DAO where there's like a central command and list of, of people. And that's just like not how DAO, like the Bankless DAO works. Like the actual Bankless DAO is actually a subset, like a, a, a an amalgamation of a bunch of sub DAOs. Mm. There's like 20, 30 40 plus different sub DAOs inside of Bankless DAO and the actual like head of the organization doesn't exist. There's a few like coordinators that coordinate resources and manage like stuff between sub DAOs, but like the actual the Bankless DAO is is actually much more of a blurry line than what people are are considering to be like a DAO. There are no boundaries that are in or out of the DAO. It's just all these different sub DAOs, Bankless Consulting, Bankless Publishing, The Rug, uh, <laughs> Fight Club, like the Audio Video Guild, the, the Legal Guild. Like if I had time, I could go in there and start listing off 30 more. And then when you add all of these sub DAOs together, then you get some sort of semblance of like the greater Bankless DAO. But it, it's, it's headless. It's much bottom up. It's like, it's like five people get together and they make a sub DAO called Bankless something. And then they were part of Bankless DAO. So it is actually a decentralized DAO, unlike every other DAO that crypto Twitter is familiar with. Yes. And so I think a lot of people didn't understand that. So there was right. there's a lot of dunking. But the truth is, right. like, I'm proud of what the DAO has done, just right. in general, not this specific proposal. And again, right. I can't speak to this specific proposal. But keep in mind, the proposal, like... It wasn't a raid on the DAO. It's a simple, right. I'm sending you um, a response right. to like- It's a trade offer. Trade yeah, offer. it's a trade offer. Do you want to buy these services? Yes, no. I mean, Arbitrum Governance is going to review this on its own right. merits in the ROI yeah. and make a decision like they would with any other vendor. So it's not like a raid. I don't understand the outrage specifically right. targeted towards this proposal, but it's caught up in this, uh, in this Twitter narrative. Yeah. There's a comment on this tweet, David, where I was getting like, like I was explaining this and, and trying to kind of defend our position. Udi, of course, says, my man, I love you, but this is a really long tweet. You could have just renamed the DAO instead. Like, there's an element of, I understand there is some brand confusion here between mm -hmm. Bankless HQ and our media company and Bankless DAO. But the reason we did that at the very beginning is so that right. everyone could latch on to the Bankless movement and kind of make it their own. And so right. it could live and scale past you or I and this podcast right. and this newsletter all around the world. <laughs> right. Kraken knows crypto. We are all on the journey of building a better financial system and Kraken has been leading that charge for over a decade. Crypto is world changing tech and it's Kraken's mission to accelerate the adoption of crypto so that you and the rest of the world can achieve financial freedom. Head over to Kraken.com to see what crypto can be. And once you buy your assets on Kraken and you need to start exploring DeFi, make sure you explore it through your MetaMask portfolio, a deeper, more expansive way to use MetaMask that gives you the battle station you need to navigate the bull market. You can buy swap, bridge, and stake your crypto assets with ease. I already know that you have a MetaMask wallet, so go check out your MetaMask portfolio. Did you know that Arbitrum is the fourth largest chain by economic activity in crypto? How did Arbitrum get there? Well, with low fees and fast transactions, of course. With over 600 apps on Arbitrum, the Arbitrum ecosystem has a solution for you. Whether you're into DeFi, NFTs, or you simply need a fast chain, or even if you want your own dedicated throughput with an Arbitrum orbit, Arbitrum has a home for you. Visit Arbitrum.io to get started with your journey 
journey with one of the most active chains in crypto. And if you want to try out a newer layer two to the Ethereum family, try out Celo, a battle-tested EVM layer one that has recently decided to move to Ethereum. Celo is the mobile-first, carbon-negative blockchain built for the regenerative future. With the Celo layer two, gas fees will stay low, and you can even pay for gas using ERC-20 tokens. Follow Celo.org on Twitter and visit Celo.org to shape the future of Ethereum. Uniswap Labs just released the Uniswap mobile wallet for iOS, the newest, easiest way to trade tokens on the go. You can easily create or import a new wallet, buy crypto on any available exchange with your debit card, and you can seamlessly swap on Mainnet, Polygon, Arbitrum, and Optimism. So you can now go directly to DeFi with the Uniswap mobile wallet. Safe, simple custody from the most trusted team in DeFi. Download the Uniswap wallet today on iOS. Are you launching a token? Is it already live? How are you managing the legal and tax for providing token awards to your team? Toku simplifies everything about managing token grant compensation, and you can get started for free. With Toku, you'll have access to top-notch legal and tax support to handle the distribution and management of tokens for your team. Toku understands every grant structure and caters to every step of the compliance process. Visit them at toku.com bankless. Introducing USDV, a better type of stablecoin. Every USDV is backed one-to-one -one by US Treasury bills, which pay yield. This yield flows out to the community of USDV issuers. This works thanks to a breakthrough technology called Color Trace from Layer Zero. USDV is live on Ethereum, Optimism, Arbitrum, and other chains. Start participating in the yield from treasury-backed stablecoins at bankless.com slash USDV. And last up, GMX, but specifically GMX V2, offering even faster on-chain trading for DeFi liquidity providers. GMX is a permissionless decentralized exchange that offers perpetual futures in spot trading. Liquidity providers receive 63% of all of GMX's protocol fees, and GMX users get a referral link to lower fees for you and your referrals. Try out GMX V2 now at app.gmx.io. Now, on to the show. And separately from all of this, there seems to be like these semi-regular seasons in which it's just like bankless pile-on seasons. It's just like we, we do something that people take offense to that make people feel aggrieved by. And then that like is like lighting a match that lights a bunch of like Tinder that's been like set over the past few months. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, like a few people are hating on bankless. Like I also have like my grievances to air. And yes. it, it, it turns into a contagion and it turns viral. And it's like, oh, we're hating on bankless this is the moment in crypto Twitter we're hating on Bankless. And this happened like five times over this the last... The this like, is the worst though. What this was the worst and the loudest by far. It, it, honestly, I don't know how this affects you because again, you were trying to have Thanksgiving, but like it started for me Friday and then and then continued into Saturday. And this was like 48 hours of attack. And like it, it hits me. I'm like, am yeah. I like, am I... Am, Am I, I a grifter? Well, because <laughs> like, like you and I are like we try to be truth seekers, and yes. when, like a hundred accounts are tweeting at us every oh, hour saying you guys are grifters. Yes, yes. I'm like, wait, wait, am I? Yeah, and then I have to like think about it. I was like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> well, that's what you think. I it takes me a while to come to that conclusion, right? So, I mean, even people in the the Ethereum community, so. Uh, some some accounts were coming out defending right. us, like DC Investor was like, hey, Bankless has helped onboard thousands of people. And then uh, Fu Basler, who's in the Ethereum community, says, Bankless has had a long pattern of behavior and bad marketing from the Bankless team. So a lot of Ethereum OGs um, actually think Bankless does more damage to Ethereum than good. And I, I just I, saw that and I was like, I, wait I, a second. What does he mean? Did, what does he mean? Am I don't know I what he means. It's again, it's this is what Twitter makes you think. You're staring in the right. funhouse mirror and it reflects back at you. And you're right. like, am I, do I really look like that? <laughs> is that me? 
Right. And so you tweeted out some questions like this, but so did, so did I. Is the truth right. is the day bankless is bad for Ethereum is the day I leave. Like I don't, I don't want to do this if like we're the bad right. guys. If yeah, we're, we're here to help Ethereum, and we're here to help people in crypto. I mean, I don't want. <laughs> if I'm a grifter, I've I turn into a grifter without knowing it, right? Like. Right. What uh, am I doing something wrong here? And so I asked the question: Is is Bankless Net bad for Ethereum? And uh, this is when more support started. Yeah, this is when the in. tide started to turn a little bit. Yeah. So Anthony Sassano is sort, of course, a Bankless isn't a massive good net good for Ethereum and all of crypto. You've done done a lot more than ninety nine percent of people. Uh, Benjamin Cohen, uh, net positive by far. Eric Voorhees. This is the one right. I really cared about hearing about. Right, right, right. You know, Anthony as well. But y'all are great. Stop worrying about and feeding the drama. Yeah. I guess that's good advice, right? right. Um, it's we know just that. bankless listener, we know this, but it's also like it's also very hard yeah. because Twitter's hard. Twitter yeah, Twitter can become a reflection of like the current crypto narrative. And it, it mm -hmm. gets echoed as we saw like news stories of uh, reporting uh, about this. Um, people like reporters from the block right. like this, Frank this made the news. Yes. Frank Shapiro from the block said uh, well, do you think that proposal is like valuable or not? Like, I really want your commentary. Right. I'm like, I don't know. I have not reviewed right. it. Yeah, I'm it's not. not my, it's, it's not my proposal. <laughs> it's not my proposal. Like, I didn't do it, but that's not an acceptable answer. Yeah. Um. So I know we have to not listen to all of these critics, but I'm telling you, when you're in the thick of it, it is absolutely yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the the response like came out. I was like, oh yeah, Bankless is like a net good for Ethereum. This might be me just like being really personal about this, but the whole like net good thing I have a problem with. And people have told me that I need to not take this too seriously <laughs> and I still have a problem with it. But it's like, I'm not here to be a net good. Like a net good is like, oh, there's some good, there's some bad, but on net, like it's good. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm here to be an overwhelmingly positive influence for crypto and Ethereum for the world. Like, I'm here to only do good. That's all I've got as motivation left. And so, like, when people come and say, oh, yeah, you know, when you net things out, they're pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, what am I here? Why am I doing this? Well, there's a lot of uh, requests from us to kind of list the things that were bad about us. And, like, some of them are just bad faith critiques. Like, oh, you yeah. have ads. You have advertisement. Right. You have your, your, your titles funny. are clicky, clickbaity. Yes, yeah. you have YouTube thumbnails, thumbnails that cringe. that we don't like, and like some a lot of that is uh, you know easily dismissed, but right. um, no, some of it kind of uh, hits closer to home. Anyway, I didn't find a lot well, of good. Okay, so some of the people who say things, okay, oh yeah, like the that's a history of bad behavior, and I'm like, I, I, I would like the specifics. Like, do, did you get any like specifics? I was like, no. oh, okay. So, like an example, Mark from Ave, who um, I think is fantastic. Mm -hmm. He he um, he's been in Ave from the very beginning, kind of a DeFi zealot. Well, he said, builder, yeah. "Bankless is ninety percent good educational conference uh, content, ten percent grift." Right. And I was just like, Mark, what's what? the ten percent? Ten percent? Because I, yeah, as soon as I discover what that ten percent is, I'm pruning it from my life. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And, and his reply was, "Oh, I didn't mean grift. I just meant like." You guys run a profitable business. He, he so said you, profit, you're commercial. Profit, profit maxi. Profit like maxi. Ninety percent good content, ten percent profit maxi. I'm like, oh wait, we have no, ads. I have, we I have, have a media, staff. We, we have, have a media business. We have twenty people uh, that work at right. Bankless HQ and help us produce this podcast, help us generate right. the newsletter, all of the analyst reports that we use, and all of the tools that we do. Okay, so all of that happened, right? I, 
I guess what's the uh, what's the conclusion on this? What's the end of the story? Did we receive any signal from uh, all of these events? Because I think we did, and we we finally put this together on Sunday and tried to put a wrap on all of it. Right. But you know, this right. is your tweet to sum it all up. I think. Yeah, and, and it took a while to get here to write this tweet. Like a couple people had to DM me and be like, "Yo, like, <laughs> calm down." <laughs> uh, and like people, people were just like. Uh, and it, when it comes from people that you trust and know, like it hits different. And so it, uh, you just need the trusted like advisors in this space to be like, walk you through it. Right. And then once they do is like, okay, this is pretty obvious. So I put out this tweet and I said, to lead with the obvious, we could be better in accepting criticism of bankless. We hold very, bankless very dear. And like I, and I think you too have this innate reflex to protect it when we see it being unfairly attacked. This clouds our ability to hear what crypto Twitter is trying to tell us, especially when it's drowned out by very obvious and unwarranted and off-base hatred towards bankless. Please forgive me for blindly throwing out the baby with the bathwater when it comes to crypto Twitter to constructively tell bankless how it feels about stuff. Basically, bank crypto Twitter is like, well, you guys, like David and Ryan, we just explained the history of bankless DAO just now. I would say most people were unfamiliar with that or at least have forgotten about it and have not been tracking the progress and work, very real work that Bankless DAO has been doing for other protocols, just like the proposal that they made to Arbitrum. And so they just, and then Bankless DAO makes this tweet, we're asking for $2 million. And like that gets enough virality for people to be re-exposed to Bankless DAO for the first time in a while. And the first time that they see Bankless DAO in a first time in a while is they're asking for $2 million. And then they associate it with like, yeah, we have, we have a lot of ads on Bankless. And then they <laughs> smash those particles together and be like, they're grifters. <laughs> and anyways, uh, I, I'm going back into the defensive thing. So I'm trying to not do that. So like, we like, yes, we understand how like, if you are not tapped into the DAO, even though like Ryan and I are not tapped into the DAO, we're the still like- The branding isn't clear. The branding's not clear. Like, so like, wait, so Ryan and David are just asking for like Arbitrum tokens via the DAO as a sly, <laughs> grifty little mechanism of getting more Arbitrum tokens. Yes. Like that's like a conclusion that people came to. Yes. Right. And so like, okay, I understand branding's not clear. Like we have tokens, but we don't vote in governance. So we like, we are affiliated with the DAO, but it's an independent entity. It is all confusing. I understand. Yes. And there's a it's tweet actually going to only get more confusing as time goes on. And as if we have another bull market and we have even more people come into the space, they're just going to see like, oh, bankless, bankless DAO, same, same. That's the, that's the signal through right. all of the mob attacks. It's just two things. The branding between bankless and the media company that we run and bankless DAO is unclear right now. So we need to Wait, Which, which to is the experiment. Which what is the experiment? That was, but we've seen ways it can... Uh, lead to bad outcomes, basically. Right. And so one of the steps that we're going to do is submit a governance proposal to the Bankless DAO to kind of clarify the branding between Bankless, yeah. the media company, and what we do, and uh, Bankless DAO itself. So that mm -hmm. is a work in progress. The other thing that we're going to do is burn all the bank tokens. Right. I don't want any question out there right. that like bank David and Ryan control uh, the DAO in any way. You, you our don't beneficiaries have, of the DAO. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, yeah, our profit motivated set this up because like they right. want to be extractive from the community. No, that was not the intent from the get go. Right. And to to quash any doubts, uh, it's just simpler just to basically burn the bank tokens. So mm -hmm. um, that's what we're doing. Our personal tokens and uh, Bankless HQ. And I think the DAO is going to be okay. Like they're yeah. going to oh, yeah. th thrive. They're going to do what they do. They're going to self-organize. The truth is like, we didn't do any of it. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we had very little participation, right? We mm -hmm. were kind of like spiritual support, movement support right. yeah, for this organization. Yeah. Everything that they've done is is kind of theirs. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, that's the conclusion that that we came to. And I would also say, like, like going back to what I was said, that there's actually no bankless DAO. There's actually just the conglomerate of sub DAOs that when you form them together, then they are like, hey, guys, like, I, I think we are bankless DAO. Like, that's how I articulate what bankless DAO is. And like the real DAO, for me, like the way that I articulate this thing is the idea, the bankless idea, freedom, sovereignty, sovereignty through protocols, uh, cryptography, like all of the ideas and values that we talk about here on Bankless, both Bankless LLC and Bankless DAO, in my mind, serve that idea, that grander idea. And that is the broader DAO, is the idea of Bankless. Lowercase b, anyone can go Bankless. This is the Bankless right. movement. I mean, anybody can go Bankless. It's not just a podcast, not just a newsletter. Uh, right. This was the conclusion, I think, for me. Toast tweeted this. In all seriousness, if Bankless are the current main characters, then we're doing okay. <laughs> so David, <laughs> I guess if we became the villains last weekend, um, maybe crypto Twitter feels okay about that. Because yeah. We're the, if we're the worst people, <laughs> least on bad Twitter, villains, maybe yeah. <laughs> at least we got that. Yeah. Okay. So that existential crisis, David leaves maybe to a broader existential crisis. It's like, what are we doing here in crypto? <laughs> and this was one interesting reaction and outcome from this whole series of events that is much broader than I think bankless and gets to the question of like, why are we here? This is DeFi Moki tweeting out the mistake I always see from people in crypto like bankless the mistake they make is thinking too much about being net positive for the space. Go see your tweet. You said you were here to be really effing more than net positive, yeah. but like a, a, a overwhelming positive, <laughs> overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. Yeah. The, the tweet continues. Don't kid yourselves. We are in this land of degenerate capitalism only to make money. And then name some developers that are kind of DeFi developers, Andrew Cronier and someone else. They contributed right, so yeah. much to this space and still get shit on. Token price going up equals contributing to crypto. Token price going down equals rug. Oh, by the way, we didn't include that part of the story, but the bank price, uh, token price down bad. But we don't care. We've never talked about that. That's never it's been a thing. It's a governance token. Governance. So what do you think a valueless governance token is? Right. Um, at the end of the day, though, that's the only two things that matter on crypto Twitter. Yes. Yeah. And I think this... Maybe this is crypto Twitter culture versus all of crypto um, culture. We could we could unpack that, but this general idea of like we're here for the money, right? I, right. I responded to this. Um, I know this isn't true because it's not why I'm still here. Yeah, we all want to make money. That's good in itself, but not when it's the only reason we're here. Mm -hmm. Crypto is a system of digital rights and freedom we can pass down to future generations. That's why I'm here. I don't think crypto Twitter necessarily resonates with this take, but um, right. what do you think about it? Like, this is sort of the the nihilism, I would say, versus like we're here for the values, we're here for the money, versus we're here for right. the decentralization. Uh, what's your take on this? Are are we being like naive in, I don't know, doing this whole bankless thing? Order of operations, right? If you if you are here for the money. The, the, the money, the fact that crypto is about money is like this very like unfortunate thing that's very necessary because that's what we're here to do. There are is people it who unfortunate? are unfortunate. Well, because, because like it, you are, you can come to crypto for the tech and then that as a, uh, and then you work in crypto and you build crypto and then the assets follow the builds that what you build, right? And money follows the tech, but then some people come and it's like, well, I'm here for the money and then they actually extract 
from the people that are here from the tech, right? Does that make sense? It does, but why can't I don't understand why it has to be binary. Why can't you come for both? Why can't you come for like right. long-term wealth creation? Long-term I'm here for the tech creation. Money, the money tech, right? It's like yeah. The like the the values to the extent we make crypto useful for the world and our va- mm. values are are manifest, right. right? Our bags will go up, but it doesn't right. happen like overnight. I think I think Twitter is especially this like nihilist space where like there is no values in crypto. There's only money. Like crypto, uh, Twitter is also like the highest place of conversations. Like that's where the ac- action happens. That's where the activity happens. That's where the alpha happens. And so if you're here for the money, that's where you are. But if you're here for the tech, you're on like much slower places, like the Ethereum magicians Discord, right? Or or like forums. And so like I think Twitter itself just bends towards. The people who are here for the money the most and who are the most nihilist, probably. Can I think I just, that's a fair Can take. I just make a distinction because, like, I truly am here for like the money as well. I mean, bankless has always been about right. investing on the yep. like going bankless. It's about wealth creation. Like, right. I, I think there's another slice of things where you can get. I'm only here for the tech, and I don't think that's true. That's also, fact, that's also unsustainable. Yeah, the mm-hmm. money is the tech. This is social right. technology. It's like right. we're creating new store of value and a new banking system. Of course, we're here for the money, right? Mm-hmm. But not just the money. That's all, all I'm trying to say is like, right. if we're only here for the short-term games and the pontification of everything and the pyramid schemes, and we're not creating long-term value, long-term wealth creation, then like it's totally empty to me. And I'd right. rather not be in this space. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I could go, like, remember when we had that conversation with Sam Bankman fried a long time ago? And he was like, I, you know. I don't care about decentralization. I no. could make money on trading uh, orange futures. Right. Like, the, the prices of fruit. Yeah. Like, I don't care how I make money. I'm just here to, like, make current, the maximum amount of money. Currently trading mackerel. <laughs> did, did you hear that story? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's he needed funny. to get a haircut. So he had to, like, get some mackerel to pay for a haircut. The fish. Jail. Like, Jail money, yes, jail money. Anyways, that's a divergent. We'll talk about that when we think about it. Yeah, but that's a true story. Um, I think like uh, the topic of money is kind of an interesting litmus test. I think like when you and I, when you and I are faced with the prompt money, like we we've done content on this. We think like ledgers, uh, like anthropology, culture, uh, writing, um, like precious metals, like the history of money, the money as a philosophical concept, because that's interesting technology, like money as a technology throughout time is like a way to accept that prompt of money. And then other people take the prompt of money as like, you know, charts, TA, uh, you know, uh, narrative trading, uh, like stuff like that. And so like, yeah, money, like it's a, people will look at money and like, it will reflect back at them many different things. And Yeah. yeah. I just, I think that there's a third way to, like, you can do the ph- philosophical, you can go, do the short-term trading, which is mm-hmm. what this DeFi Mocha accounts, but the third way is, like, as a long-term investor, right? right? Like, number go up over time, that's great. If mm-hmm. Ethereum is successful, it will be over, well over 10K. It, bo- it will be worth, you know, trillions of dollars. And I think that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's the the best, like, wealth creation event that uh, our generation will see in their mm-hmm. lifetime. And there's no like shame in that, but that doesn't mean that's the only reason we're here. You know, mm-hmm. like, and it's not, it's, I actually don't want to um, be in this crypto thing if we're not creating something of value for the world and for future generations. 
because it's mm-hmm. back to that 2017 Vitalik uh, tweet. It's like we've done all these things, but have we earned it? Right. Like I think there's a way to like earn the value, like the, the actual yeah. uh, wealth creation of our assets. And I think it's just a time horizon thing, short term versus long term time horizons. Yeah. You know, you know the old the term in like the genealogy of humans, Homo habilis. Like I, I think it was the I think maybe it's us or maybe the humans that came before us. Habilis, like Homo habilis is handyman, as in like they started using tools. And this is like the birth of technology, right? There's like a this thought concept of something alternative called Homo economicus, economicus, which is like economic man. Every single person has economic calculus that they run in their brains at all times, right? Like uh, in, in the dating market, right? Like you're, everything is a market, right? Like I want to go for lunch. Which sandwich do I get more value from? Which <laughs> mate do I get more value from? Everything is like an economics conversation. And so like, in, like invisibly, everything is an economics c- calculus to a lot of people. And so when they, when they come to crypto, like we are homo economicus. We come into crypto and like we start doing economics calculations inside of our brain. And I think a lot of like people on Twitter with this like, what you know what else is distorted in crypto? Like money. It goes up by 100x really quickly. That's very distorting, right? Like the narrative of, tw- of X of Twitter where this conversation is about these things is also very distorting. Everything just gets really distorted. Uh, and so I, I think in... in the era of like rage machines that are crypto, like uh, that are our web two protocols. We get a distortion of what like it even means to be here for money. And it ends up, I think, just defaulting to like nihilism a lot. There you go. All right, guys. So those are the takes. Um, I mean, a little self-indulgent this weekend, I think, talking about our own problems and of, like, you know, Twitter and media. I've got another problem. You want I've got another problem. Yeah. You know how I, I opened that? up this, conver- this conversation. I was like, I have no idea how many of the podcast listeners are going to like be interested in this Twitter-related content or they're yeah. like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I also don't know how to get that answer from them. Like, <laughs> how do they tell me? It's like, I, know. I don't give a shit about your guys' Twitter drama move on. I don't know how to receive that because the place I would go and get that information is to Twitter. Twitter. I'd be like, hey, what did you guys think of the episode? And like, I, that's not who I'm trying to get feedback from right now. I'm trying to take a time out from Twitter. Are you really? Is that, uh, is that no. are you going to delete the app? Or are you going to take a break? No, I already took my break. Might, might be in a healthier state if we do. Uh, yeah, Bankless probably. Nation, thanks for hanging with us. I got to end with this, of course. Uh, crypto is risky. So is social media. My yeah. God. Yeah. You could lose what you put in, but we are headed lose west. This mom. is the frontier <laughs> in your mental health. It's not for everyone, but we're glad you're with us on the Bankless journey. Thanks a lot.